this is Brother Luck from Colorado Springs. All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four My Brother Luck and Lucky Dumpling. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome back to the show, the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio. It's popping off in the kitchen tonight, Brian. You got to admit it. The food is so good. Oh, the food is great. Uh, Chef Chris Starkis, formerly known from Urban Farmer and now Boss Defrost. What? Everybody, why? What? This great chef, and now he's repping? Well, no, it's all about the sustainability thing, man. I really think that he's sticking to to what he believes. If you're uh, listening to us on iHeartRadio 630 KHA, pop on over to themoderneater.com. Uh, not only are you going to find a bunch of great articles from previous shows, broken out segments, uh, podcast form, video form, but you'll also be able to see a, a, a way to watch this live right now. And uh, like us on YouTube, Brian. Have you done that yet? No, you haven't because I checked. I'm not a subscriber to my own show. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> That's interesting. Good job, Brian. Yeah. So uh, don't be Brian. Subscribe be Brian. to the Modern Eater Show. Amber Strohauer continues with us from Strohauer Farms. All right, I want to do this. Amber, go over there. See where it says uh, 645? Yes. We're pushing it up now. Introduce our guests. Introduce? Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, um, we're going to be talking about beef. Yes, we are. Which, other than potatoes, that's my next favorite thing. <laughs> so we've got uh, Kelly and Andrew with us. Yes, Hi, you do. Hi, guys. Thank you. <laughs> and it's Boot Heel, Boot Heel, Boot Heel 7 Ranch. It's not even that hard to say. I just destroyed <laughs> it. Boot yep. Heel 7 Ranch. In uh, Wyoming, correct? Yes, that's ma'am. right. Yep. All right. <laughs> but your, your transplants, there's something in Parker as well, which makes you local. The city half that's of the right. family's here. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the yeah. city half of the family. I like so we that. have our ranching half of the family out in Lusk, in Lusk Wyoming. Um, and then we're the city half of the family located out of Parker, Colorado, um, which is a great setup because it allows us to kind of control the whole process of our business, everything from birth to butcher, essentially, we do ourselves. So Nice. Yeah. Premium. <laughs> and speaking Ooh, of, go. look at that. Yep. I just had a taste of the summer sausage. That was awesome. Good. And now we have a flank steak. Is that right, Chris? Or what do we got here? Chris, what do we cook, or what did you cook up here? So, we got the flat iron, or sorry, geez, flank steak um, tonight with um, some mushrooms. And then, of course, we're going to get a gnocchi here. But from Boo Hill 7, we have their tenderloin, which you can see right here. And then um, flank steak. But You didn't cut it up for us. I yeah. know. I'm excited to try this. All right, let's do it. Come on over. You're, you're, yeah, you're mobile. You can come over here. Okay. You, can, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. you can hang out anywhere, anywhere you want to, Chef. Uh, talk about the ranch itself. So Boot Heels, I'm trying to get that square in my head. I know you're our neighbor to the north, but where in Wyoming? I haven't heard of where. Uh, stri- straight north of Cheyenne, two and a half hours. Two and a half. So you're pretty well up north then. Yes. So right where South Dakota, Nebraska, and Wyoming all come together. We're just on the Wyoming side of the line there. Gotcha. Okay, so north, north uh, east then. So away from the Tetons. Yep. Other side of the state. Gotcha. Yep. I digress. Cool. So the great for uh, cattle ranching, right? Yep. A lot of pastures. So what? Talk about the ranch itself. Uh, we've been around for a hundred years. Well, over 100 years now. Centennial Ranch, fantastic. Yep, 1916, it all started. I think it was uh, the spring of 16. Uh, Great-granddad walked over from a small Catholic community in Nebraska, which is just on the other side of the line, and they stopped there, and the rest is history. We've been there ever since. Great-granddad walked over the line. (laughs) 
Put up, just put a flag down. Said homestead. We're, we're well, the homestead. You know, <laughs> yeah. you got a 640, and then they could go, you know, past that. I love it. They so. always tell a story about great-granddad lived in a mud soddy at the ranch. That was uh-huh. the first building on the ranch. That's right. <laughs> wow. Look at this right And here. so you were able to keep Ooh. it in the family that long. See, that's what always amazes me. Sometimes the kids are like, I'm not into this, or I want to go do something else, or I'm going to be an engineer. And, and you know, the ranches or the farms kind of just take care of themselves and go away. But uh, just like Strohauer Farm, you guys have found a way to keep it in the family for years and years. And yep. you, you're into it, huh? Yep. So my oldest brother is an attorney in Cheyenne, and then uh, my middle brother and I, I'm the youngest of three, we're, we're both there. How so. many acres are you guys on now? Oh, too many. Uh, sitting on a lot of acres? It's big, yeah. Gotcha. So, 300 head, I heard somewhere? Well, we... 3,000? What do you got? A couple thousand cows there That's now. That's a lot. So. Yeah, good for you. What's, what's the kind of the ethos of premium cuts? I know, but how are you selling it? Is it direct to consumer? Is it through distribution? How are people eating this? Yeah, uh, so we're doing a couple, um, couple different avenues right now. So... Um, our first and foremost, our priority is always kind of selling to families. That's what we're passionate about. So we do direct sales to families. We do cow shares. We do sampler boxes. We do individual cuts. We do local deliveries all throughout Colorado, 12 different pickup points at least every other month. We just started doing online sales. Um, and we recently ventured out onto the food service side of things. So we're now, um, we're, we're in Urban Farmer. They take all <laughs> a lot of our really great cuts, like the New York ships. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yes, we're, we're in a lot of... Uh, so do you have the hamburger conundrum of like... I mean, <laughs> truly, when it's like, all right, everybody yeah. has the p- premium cuts, and now we've got burgers. We eat burgers every day. night now, yeah. Three days, right? Yeah, you need to get a good, yep. a good hamburger account, yep. right? Like a bad daddy's burger right. bar or something like that. <laughs> I find it interesting. We talk to a lot of ranches, and uh, I mean, and that's the deal, is how do we bring it to market? The cattle share, that's one thing for, you know, you get four restaurants to say, all right, I'll take... I'll commit to that. This is what I'll commit to. Or um, the online ordering system, which is great. But you've got to have the different styles and the, and the story. Are you doing, like, um, grass-fed, grass-finished, grass-fed, corn-finished, corn-fed, corn-finished? I mean, where, what's your style? So it's all corn-finished beef. Uh, they, we just have some pasture bunks that we feed them in, so they got, you know, they got an entire pasture to themselves. I think we got 50 head in there right now, and... I think they're in a pasture just over 160 or 80 acres, so they still get a, they eat corn, which we think kind of flavors all the meat, and then, you know, in the afternoons, they can go graze and do what cattle do, and so it's a really nice, you know, touch where nobody's in their way, and they're not in a feed yard or anything like that. So they are on pasture their whole life. Yep. And then we just give them, it's kind of like a free choice, homegrown blend the last month or so before yep. they head to the butcher, which really takes the flavor to the next level because we know people want to know that they have cattle that are raised out in the wide open pasture. They're humanely raised. They're free to roam. Um, but they also want meat that tastes really, really good. So yeah. we feel like we have a good balance of both. No, I yeah. know it. I know for the longest yeah. time. Uh, you, you get some of these ranches to where, again, the other conundrum is we do so many great things. I mean, we practice organic. A lot right. of ranchers will say right. we, we don't have the certification, but we practice organic. And then here it comes to we bring it to the time of, well, do we sell it to auction or do we give it to the feedlot or how are we going to make the money off of this? Sticking to it from, what, what did you call it, from beginning? 
thing to end what you yeah. have a good birth to butcher, butcher is what we say birth. we control yeah. every it's step not yeah easy to it's do. not <laughs> yeah. how did, how did you how did you stay the the course so yeah. we've been um, you know good meat sells I- anywhere so you sell to the big suppliers and they'll pay you a, a premium for good carcasses that hang on the rail you know so we've been we've fed a lot of our own cattle for several years now and grandpa and dad have you know really done a good job of how all the genetics and everything have worked at at the ranch um so it's just been a i've wanted to go this route since i left college and we had an opportunity to take some some of the urban farmer guys out and it's just kind of blossomed into this where we are now so. Andrew, let me go a little technical with you. You, you ultrasound your meat. Yes, sir. Tell us why. Uh, I love. So it. when we um, when we first got started, uh, the meat scientist at the University of Wyoming is a friend of ours, and he goes to county fairs all over the state, and they have a you know they have a special carcass class at, in 4-H that you know. Yeah, your steer heifer might have won won the show, but what's inside of what's yeah. un, what's under the hood? How's might, it gonna eat? Yeah, right. what's under the hood might not be a whole lot. Sure. So we uh, when we started, we decided to uh, we didn't ever want to send product down here that wasn't you know at least you know there was a certain level. Be, so we actually have changed a lot of the practices at home now. Uh, we carcass ultrasound all of our heifer calves in the spring, right at March, before breeding time, and knock the bottom end off. And what it ultimately, I hope, will do is create cattle that are prime all the way through from top to bottom. So you can actually see the marbling. Yeah, so he Close can. my mind. Yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. He can cool. tell us uh, ribeye size and the intermuscular fat, and then. There's some other stuff that he can do, but it's uh, it's not really necessary for what we're doing. We we really want to send something down, so everything that we feed is at least choice plus or prime, and that way it's never ever, you know, when they get down to urban farmer and they start cutting steaks off a 50 pound rib, it's it's. It's very, very consistent. I you feel. You get that piece of equipment to the ranch, or am I? Just, I'm seeing. No, it's yeah. just cattle. a little. It's just a little wand with a camera. No doubt. And he can set it right on his. We got a shed over our chute that we run him in, and he takes his clippers and clips there. It's in between there. I can't remember what rib it is. It's either 11th and 12th or 12th and 13th rib, and that's where you cut a carcass in half to get the grade. And he can measure all that, the size of the ribeye, and you can actually see it, and it and it maps it all out, and it'll tell you the ribeye size per square inch, per hundred pounds. So then there's then there's a ribeye element there that, so we're not getting cattle with these little bitty ribeyes, you know. So it all it all kind of comes together at the end. It's very very cool. I want a big. Oh, I was going to say, a big part of that is also our genetics. We've got 100 years of herd genetics behind us, so uh, we consistently are able to provide. Between that and the ultrasounding, we're kind of consistently able to provide a good product. So we've bought 
So we've bought bulls from a guy in Nebraska, and my cousin owns them now, T.D. Angus, and he's been doing carcass work for since the early 80s before it was really even a thing. And so it's been real easy to buy, you know, herd bulls and herd sires for all these heifers that have really, really high carcass values. So we got high marbling, and, you know, the, they have a new test now that's a shear test, and that, that measures the tenderness of your meat. So you can have a steak that looks really good, but you might not be able to, you know, put a knife through it. I was worried about you, Andrew. Like, this is going to be a good interview, man. I think you could talk for four hours on <laughs> yeah. this. You love it, don't you? I love this is Very fantastic. Now let's do some business. So folks out there, uh, and I know there's probably two things. So restaurant tours, restaurants listening. They might say, I want to taste some different type of beef here. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so they can head to our website, um, www.boothill7ranch.com. has all of our information um, for both wholesale food service customers who are interested in um, sampling our product and then also customers who are interested in um, trying it out at home. Yeah, so, yeah. same website. Same website. Yeah, our contact information is there. Um, they can email us directly at boothill7ranch at gmail.com for wholesale information. Um, and then customers who are interested can just go to the website. We have, uh, we just started shipping nationwide. We use dry ice, custom insulated liners, so it will arrive at your doorstep frozen. Um, we do a couple weekly specials that always ship free. Um, and we do everything from individual cuts, if you just want one ribeye or two ribeyes for a special occasion, all the way up to a half beef. Um, you got to stop doing that. You need to make it. You have to have hamburger. I know. This. You have to have hamburger. You guys we grinding a whole cow ever? Just make it. Not no, yet. You don't nope. need to. <laughs> Our steaks are too good. Can't do that. Can't do that. Nope. I know. you got to make it all sell, though. That's the thing. Uh, burger accounts. Get a hold of these guys. I think they have probably freezers full of hamburger waiting for you. And it's all in one. The website again? Uh, boot heel. Like the bottom of the boot, mm-hmm. boothill7ranch.com. There it is. Yeah, Thank okay. you, guys. How Thanks cool for having me. Thank you. Wow. I love that. Thanks, Chris, for introducing us to some new uh, friends here. And, and the flank was amazing. Was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. That's right. fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Um, what's next, Chris? Is your wife here? She's right there. There she yeah, is. Yeah, All right. Go. She has entered the house. <laughs> yeah. We'll come back. That's cool. Amber Strohauer is going to stick around from Strohauer Farms. Chris Starkis is going to come up to the table here with us with your wife, Diana. Yep. That's fantastic. We'll come back and talk more about Lost Creek Micro Farm yes, right here on the it. Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, you, want, you want me to set up to do the gnocchi, right? 